Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion. What's up, y'all? We back. Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you dreamers and chasers. It's your co-host, AJ Holiday. What's up, Big Tam? Big Tam! Shut up, bitch. (laughs) And everybody in between. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. I'm hungover right now. It was just my birthday. Isn't this like an ongoing thing for you, though? Like, girl... No. Hey, are y'all noticing a pattern, anybody? I don't be hungover every Monday. Just intervention much? It's Tuesday, so now. Y'all send us a DM or uh, add us on something. Let us know if Tam be fucking drunk every time y'all hear these And episodes. if you say I do, you a <laughs> motherfucking lie. <laughs> so I have one, maybe two drinks, so what? I'm an alcoholic now. <laughs> The whole world of ashtray to Eddie Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how the hell you be remembering these goddamn movies like that? I don't. I okay, I got to be watching it. I'd be like, oh, that's my favorite part. I love them. I love them. <laughs> you know, I'm a movie buff. How was your weekend? No, bitch. How was your weekend? Tell Maybe us. It is my birthday. You, I hate you missed it, <laughs> but I understand going to see uh, your 95-year-old aunt, y'all. 
Yes, honey. But uh, I had so much fun. I I love. I want to be a birthday. I want to be a birthday. Birthdays are everybody just loving on you and giving you shit and pouring liquor down your throat, eating your coochie, all kind of things, you know? <laughs> I got, I'm in a forest. Hey. I got so many roses in my apartment. It's, I live in a forest right now. So it's just cake and shit over here and balloons everywhere. Don't eat it. I, I so, Girl, this cake's so good. I got two cakes and both of them are delicious, but I'm going to send them to my friend's school tomorrow because... My friend baby school, let me say that, because I can't eat no more. My double chin is doubling like a motherfucker right now, but it's okay. I'm <laughs> you been seeing them little chin straps on Instagram? I got one. I've been thinking about getting one. It don't work. I don't know. That shit's so uncomfortable. I be taking that neck brace off. <laughs> the shit women go through, dog. I know, but I put that shit on. My mama called me. She's like, what wrong with you? Why you sound like that? I'm like, what you talking about? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Barely can move your motherfucking mouth in that shit. <laughs> shame. Oh, goodness. What about shame, how, shame, shame? How was Florida? Child, we went to Jacksonville. My aunt actually lives right by the beach. She is 95, still living by herself, walking around. I had just seen her recently at my uncle's funeral a couple weeks ago. And I was like, man, I'm going to come see you. Mm-hmm. So we orchestrated that and went down there and hung up with her. So now I'm going to go back because she has all the family pictures. Mm-hmm. All, I need to collect all that shit because she is 95. Right. And I, I feel like I'm slick the family historian. I got my older cousin who is too. But we need to hold on to those right. things. Like family is fucking important. Right. I feel like we be forgetting our heritage, where we come from. You got to get with the elders and, to see what shit is. photo albums are a thing of the past, you know? Exactly. So yeah, she got all these old ass pictures. Everybody mm-hmm. obituary. Like we could put a whole puzzle piece together. Right. Her house is like a damn museum of shit, child. That's and my of sister- course the government down there trying to take her house. Oh wow, because it's right on the right beach by the beach. Build mm-hmm. a fucking Heart Rock Cafe where her house is and some shit like that. That's what they doing. You seen that old lady in uh Hilton Head? Mm-hmm. They trying to take her family property. I and I, I don't Tyler know. Perry, y'all- I heard Tyler Perry like. It's supposed to be helping her keep her shit. That's good, man, because, you know, like, Gullah Gullah Island. Mm-hmm. So y'all y'all remember the cartoon Gullah Gullah Island as based off of the Fusky Island mm-hmm. right outside of Charleston, South Carolina. And these people have inhibited this area for Hundreds. ever. Yeah. Right? So now they have increased a lot of people's uh, taxes 300 plus percent right. to acquire their property. Mm-hmm. That's stealing. Like, I, how, like, how do we sue the counties? Right. That's, right. That's American as apple pie. That shit right there, boy. Stealing. Yeah. Just stealing. stealing. How can I take your shit and make it legal? Eminent domain. That type of shit need to get. They need to get rid of that type of stuff. We could just. Eminent. Oh, we need to put a highway. We need to put a highway through this bitch. We just take y'all property. Right. right so quick. why do the government? Why I can't eminent domain somebody's shit? I'm gonna go eminent domain a car out this motherfucker. <laughs> And say shit. The United <laughs> States do it all the time. Why can't I, I discovered it. Right. It's mine. Fuck. It was just sitting here by itself. We needed no it. No one was claiming it. We needed it. So now they got they got squatters law, like squatters rules. So like say for instance, you go into moving on somebody's land or somebody's house and you've been there for ten years. Mm-hmm. It's your shit. Right. Even if they was paying the taxes on it. It's still your shit. This shit is wicked. This shit, wow. America. America Listen, then the next 10 years, I want to be out of America. Like, I had uh, actually commented on Rihanna's page the other day. Mm-hmm. I was
was like, girl, you don't know no uh, single Bayesians. I'm trying to get citizenship. I swear to God. <laughs> like, you know, she's from Barbados. Mm-hmm. And I heard it was real hard. They don't just be giving citizenship to anybody. But, like, that is a goal in life for me. Like, I want me a beach house with a little boy, dark skin, with blonde hair, and my motherfucking husband on a beach in Barbados. Like, that's goals for me. You think I could do it? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Even the blonde about, hair. I don't know about the blonde hair, <laughs> but everything else is very achievable. I mean, even the blonde hair, if you want to do a little bleach on your baby, but I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> but you know, the ocean turns people hair blonde. And like this, this guy I have right now, he has some really nice brown hair. I think we could possibly produce it. I don't know. Well, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Let's get into stupid internet news, y'all. Listen, um, we got a few things going on this week. One of them we're not going to really talk about is uh, that Carrie um, Russell shit. I want to see what how that unfolds Before we completely. get into it. Yeah, yeah kind of wicked. I don't cast judgment on my good sis. Unless. Or bad sis. Right. <laughs> but I'm glad she's home. But y'all. Safe, so. Yeah, man. So, Sexy Red is catching some backlash for going to high school. For going to a high school, she was there, okay, mm-hmm. to give out free haircuts and bundles to the students for prom. Because she says she said she remembered what it felt like, you know, not having and wanting those things when she was in high school. Um, but she came in crunk into the gymnasium, and it sounded like they might have been playing, uh, what's the song, "My Booty Hole Brown." But she wasn't performing. Right. But I didn't see her performing the song. Them kids don't know that song. They know that nasty they, song. Exactly. And it's not her responsibility for them not to know it. Okay. Right. If y'all want her to, she's not the parent. But what I'm she, trying to she, figure she, out, what St. Louis school got a prom in the motherfucking middle of July? I'm confused. Maybe it's for, maybe it was just, maybe it just resurfaced. I don't know. Okay. I don't think it was recent. Oh, okay. It may have just resurfaced. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. So. Them kids need haircuts says, and they need bundles. So Absolutely. I'm not absolutely mad. as long as she ain't out and, performing that song. Give back shit. If I ain't signed no goddamn permission slip slip, I wish my kid might be in a gymnasium with them performing that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I might I be the, in the gymnasium with them performing that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I be feeling a little uneasy. Like, okay. There's a little baby. I I think somebody said it was Keelani's baby, but she like oh like the little video. She was like, "What a ho- looking for the hoochie daddy." She doing her little face like that. Mm-hmm. Like I like that part because of that little video and his baby singing it. But like the whole song itself, and I think we talked about this. Like the lyrics, she ain't really saying shit. Here's the thing: real. the lyrics that we are allowing our kids to listen to right now makes me scared to be an elderly person. What? When I get old, <laughs> these are the people that's gonna be running the country and taking care of us. You should I'm be pretty terrified. sure our parents thought the same about us because a lot of our generation, our generation, we're gonna be in church. Well, y'all gonna be in church with six inch. Uh, well, your back gonna be bad from the heels, and you are gonna have sexy tattooed on your neck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With your gloves on and shit. Like that's how we gonna look tatted up. Yeah, but in the pulpit. But here's the thing. They'll be grown ups with a booty hole tattooed on their side of their neck. Cause shut up, the kind of shit they grew up to. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean we what, had what our about, ratchet no, music. No, no, but Sukiana was in London. Did you see that video? Sukiana went to London and she was like outside talking about eating a nigga ass in the middle of the afternoon, walking down the street. 
embarrassing me. I was embarrassed. Me too. I did have second. I saw that video and I did have secondhand embarrassment for sure. I don't know. I think she just liked I mean, to stay trending. I think she just, I don't think this is really who she is. I think she just, you know, keeps doing things to stay trending or something. Because, But I just saw a video with her going ham because, you know, her and Tasha K have been going at it. And she was saying, like, y'all think y'all hurting me calling me disgusting. I know I'm disgusting. Like, what? Like, this is. This is actually who she is. I think we just have to accept the fact that we are seeing who she is. I am now she could be a different person on a different day and different situations, but this is definitely a part of her personality. That's who she is. Well, I just want to say so, this, and this might sound very unto me, and I don't care. Y'all better stop eating each other ass. That's where duty <laughs> come from. <laughs> duty. You gonna lick that? Why? <laughs> it's so many other I mean, uh, healthier places on the body to lick. I'm just saying that when you bitches in the hospital with E. coli, just go ahead and play Sukiana over the. Uh, what Erica Badu bed. said? What? Erica Badu said, "I need a rim job." Yeah, a dookie dookie. Is that what she said? <laughs> no, I think so. <laughs> or whatever. She and said. a rim job. Yeah, a dookie dookie. I ain't saying you don't get your ass ate, but just don't be the eater. At least let it be a clean one. I don't know. I feel like after two steps from the shower, your booty hole is again a booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> two foot steps. As soon as it hit the air, two foot steps is back being an asshole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you going to have to lick that thing in the water, under the shower, can't, under the shower. Can't head. rip it out the plastic? <laughs> it ain't no ripping it out the plastic. What is it hit? Oxygen back to being the asshole. Okay, Mm-mm. get somebody else. Damn shame. So speaking of the m- music, let me just add this on. So fabulous, fabulous receipt has been receiving like mixed mixed reactions after claiming there's only one style of female rap slash hip hop being promoted. So he tweeted. Um, actually, it was an Instagram post. He said, um, love hearing female rappers take some, talk of some real shit. Women are so strong, have so many stories and perspectives that we need to hear in pure form. No disrespect to any female rappers out, but I think there's only one style of female rap slash hip hop being promoted, programmed, and looked at as successful now. It's true. It's true. But he's getting backlash from some people Why about it. it. And I liked how he... Yeah, I like how he tried to prime it up and was really like nice. I, I felt I received it. Yeah, me too. Because I think we're all still in the same age group with him mm-hmm. as well, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I feel the same way. Like there are different type of rappers out here, but it does seem to f- like. Right. There's a certain thing being promoted. Absolutely. So we got, you know, Sexy Red, which I'm pr- proud of any accomplishment, any black woman that's getting money. I'm here for it. But you don't get to hear Lady London. You don't get to hear Chica. You don't get to hear a lot of these mm-hmm. artists that don't Rap- use Rhapsody. sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that don't use sex. They're not blowing up. They're not being right. promoted. So I agree with him. Mm-hmm. So now they have this small sample size to show the rest of the world, oh, this is black women. Right. And it's just not true. We are very much so multifaceted. We come in all shapes, sizes, colors, sexuality. We don't all do the same shit. Right. But if this is all they see and then you got Sukihana over in Europe, Lord, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're only seeing this one type of person. So it's almost like I want us to be presented like when they see us, like it's just rich bitch energy. 
like rich bitch, grown woman energy, right? Right. Not like ratchet energy, which we're always displayed as. So they can get a different perspective of who we are. Right, because but if we, we can be ratchet. We go in there, we, we also, showing them exactly. Mm-hmm. We are also other things, and that just needs to be displayed more. But do we support Absolutely. those artists the same way? We have to, you know, take some accountability for that. Like, do we want a Rhapsody song? Like, do we want a Chica song, you know? Are we going to go in the club and dance to a Rhapsody song? Talk about self-worth. I really... We don't, we don't like right. that shit. It's not that we don't like it. Again, this is what's promoted is what's being promoted right, right now. Me, personally, my music selection isn't even rap like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like R&B. I like old school. I like 90s R&B. Mm-hmm. I like old school, old school, old school, I, Isley Brothers type shit. And I really, the only time I listen to rap is if it comes on in a bar, a club, mm-hmm. get crunk with your friends... Or at the gym. Yeah. Like, I don't just be listening to rap. And no, I'm still not listening to Rhapsody at the gym. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a whole thug in I here. need the beat. It's the beats for me, not really the lyrics. It's like how that beat goes so I can get my momentum going to it. That's it. I literally be in the bathroom rapping in the mirror with my gun, so I don't know. It just makes me feel so gangster. <laughs> I would never hurt anybody, though. <laughs> Not you adding an ER, so gangster. I know I did that on purpose. Girl. <laughs> Richard Girl, <County>. bye. <laughs> Leon Lott, you hear this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I think all I've our topics today. I've never been in the mirror with my gun. I've been with my finger Me gun. Me either, girl. My finger gun. No. Oh, absolutely. I'm spraying the whole building, bitch. Right. <laughs> Everybody, you better move. <laughs> Shit, you better, you better, you better watch out. <laughs> the finger guns get active. Right. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> yes, but y'all, all our topics are kind of intertwined today. Um, I was going to move on to Kiki right quick. Mm-hmm. All right, so okay, so we all know what Kiki has has um going on with the baby daddy and Usher. Studio girl, da 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 da. Right. So recently, um, the actress performed at the Broccoli City Festival. Um, where's that? DC. Mm-hmm. Right. So, <sighs> shit. She was performing a song. Right. So she went in. She added some extra lyrics. Little booties matter. My son gave me some ass. I'm my own boss, and I got my own cash. I don't need a nigga. I don't need a nigga. Only thing I need is a bag. That's this is what she raps on stage. Her outfit was looking like blah blah blah. I feel it's giving social engineering at this point. Yeah, I didn't. The want, minute I, I saw it, I didn't like it. I didn't want that to um, this to be the narrative, but you know, this shit happened all the time. So she was like, "I'm bougie and hood, Kiki. You are not hood, Kiki. You are from Nickelodeon. Come on." So what are we now, what are we using Kiki, the internet sweetheart, to spread to the world about black women? We need our men. Yeah, like we this do. show in particular, for sure, we don't never be on no hate niggas train. You know what I'm saying? Because we we want men in our lives. Yeah, we right? talk shit about them. I mean, but we love. Equally, we, love, we talk shit about women too. Yeah, we like, love our men. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted them to fix it instead of, you know, keep moving on. Yeah, because narrative. this. Right, because here now is another thing for 
the men, right, in certain type of communi- communities, right, to say, well, look, see? See how y'all do us? Mm-hmm. Fuck these niggas. I just need we a bag. We don't need a man. We just need a bag. No fuck single man. Promoting single parent hoodism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's not the goal, man. No. It's not the goal. And I feel like she's being used. I feel like I don't I don't think this is happenstance. Y'all know how I feel. Y'all say I spread misinformation. But I want y'all to go check out the Tavistock Institute. Okay? Just go Google it. Read about it. And see how black communities have been being programmed mm-hmm. since the early 1900s. Just go check it out. This shit is fucking real what was happening. It's social engineering. And being an independent woman was the dumbest shit I ever bought. <laughs> I never be on that type of time, bitch. I right, listen. No, when I was young, like when I was in college, I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna be an independent woman. I'm gonna do everything for myself." Now I'm sitting here like, "Man, shit, somebody get in here with me." <laughs> <laughs> the shit, the economy gonna force somebody in there with you. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let it be a nigga, a little homeless one off the street I don't want somewhere. None of that kind. <laughs> Girl, you got to be inviting. Man, that ain't the energy we trying to put out there. Not in 2023 and beyond. That's not the rhetoric I want to see black women pushing. I've never said I don't need a man. Ever a day in my fucking life. I've never said I'm a strong black woman. We need you. I'm not a self-proclaimed strong black woman either. Okay, let's be clear. And we talk back, though. That's the only thing we're going to do. I think a lot of times people just don't want to hear. Sometimes... um, when people are not ready to take accountability, mm-hmm. right? The truth can sound like an attack. Yeah. A lot of times, black men, they say black women don't take accountability. Y'all have a problem with that shit too. Like it's equal. That's an everybody For thing. the most part. Yeah. yeah. So when we're voicing our opinions about stuff, because I think even when we tell people what the show name is, it's a... Yeah, they already... We still not those black women that y'all think. Right. Okay? You gotta listen Just to not. the show to know that like, we love our black men. We love and support y'all. Y'all be fucked up. We be fucked up, but we still love you, baby. Exactly. Like I, I don't like. I don't like what they doing with Kiki. Me neither. I don't like her new transition. That like I, I was rooting for her last week at the baby daddy thing. Like trying to when she trying to play when she was in like the middle. I'm a mother and she's saying Stevie Wonder. I was, I, yes. I was like, yeah, leave it right there. That's it. Because yes. y'all can fix this and be a family. Find yeah. that love. I don't. I don't like this because I mean. There was things that happened in the 1900s that pushed black men out the home. A lot of them were leaving on their own. We're not going to just put all, all of it on the government or on black women. Those systems were put in place because black men were leaving their homes. Let's be clear. And I think a lot of times men leave the home when they just can't figure out how to provide with all these things stacking up against them. Mm-hmm. If they can't get a job. They can't take care of their family. So it's easier to not see your family struggle than to actually be there and try to weather the storm with them. And a lot of them run. Like, this is cowardism. That's all it is. Yep. Right? But I don't I don't think black women should ever... And the, the internet, nobody... I, I've seen some people see it the way we're talking about it. Like, this is a problem. Right? But then you have a lot of people like, yeah, girl, because fuck these... And be the main ones crying by your damn self. At night, bitch. Okay? Hugging your pillow. Me. <laughs> 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 Lord, send me somebody, Jesus. Shut and up. Right, me on my Insta story. Don't trust no nigga, though. No. 
Don't, don't trust no nigga though, and then be crying as soon as the story stops. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bitch! You such a damn actress. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> While curving everybody, okay? I don't be Let's curving be everybody. I be trying with it. I be trying with these black men. I you swear. be trying with the wrong people. Get you a regular nigga I... and stop playing with these niggas who think they the bitch, who think they're the bad bitch. Like they're literally looking in your mirror with you standing next to them, and they probably think they're cuter than you too. Ain't no way these ugly ass niggas think they're cuter than you. <laughs> Ain't Girl, no money be making nigga, money be making these niggas hallucinate. Let's be clear, Rick Ross was out here calling Tony Braxton old, nigga. That's your age group. Right. That's your generation. We, what are you talking about, nigga? We seen you dive in that pool. You old too, and you <laughs> melting. Let's be clear. Don't do Tony, nigga. You look like an ice cream cone <laughs> in this hot ass weather. Tootsie roll. I like Rick Ross though. We not gonna do. I love Rick Ross. I love Rick Ross, but. Yeah. Let's money be giving these niggas audacity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is true. A lot of audacity. Look, this week we talking about dating with intention, y'all. What is it? What is that exactly? What does it mean to date with intention? How does that look? What's some pointers on dating with intention? Can you date multiple people with in intention? Because when you are dating, you know, you might want to date a few people to see what's what. Yeah, we trying to bring the black so. family back together. So y'all, yeah, man. Intentional. We got to get them relationships together, man. Mm -hmm. That's a religion. Yeah, relationships, relationships, the sun and music. That's my religion. Y'all, we be back. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there. Keep going, because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done 
has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, y'all? We back. Hey, y'all. It's me, Tammy, and my love, y'all. And it's AJ, y'all. We have a lot of conversations about relationships and love and life. All that same shit, okay? Mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my friends, and she was like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm dating with intention. But she was dating two different men. Like, how could you be dating with intention? How can't you can't be dating two men with intention? No, you got to focus. I feel like when you're dating with intention, no? You don't think so? I'm intentionally dating these two men to see which one I like best. <laughs> nah, I, dating is one thing, right? Then when you find somebody via dating, mm-hmm. right, that you are interested in, they're interested in you, mm-hmm. you guys do things intentional. That makes sense to me. Like, But sometimes you together. have to pick the men you want to date intentionally. That's discernment. You're using discernment to pick the right person that you want to date intentionally. I don't think you can date multiple people with intent. With like intentionally dating with intent, what does that even mean? Let's okay, talk let's about it. Let's define it. All right, so dating, and I also also thought about this after seeing Raekwon just got married at fifty three years old to his baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> after, been with. Yes, been with because the kids are adults, I believe. Yeah, nigga, kids. I'm not doing it. Get somebody <laughs> else to do it. <laughs> Long time girlfriend. If we would have, if he would have passed away, or like if somebody who dies, like they put him, put you in a in the obituary as special, special friend. friend. <laughs> Imagine being with a nigga for ten years, and y'all got a kid, and they got you as special friend. My friend called her boyfriend her special friend, and he ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> she an old ass lady at heart. <laughs> that's all. This is my friend, Mister Earl. My special friend, <laughs> Uncle Earl. <laughs> So it says dating with intention refers to entering into romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. It's plural with the S on the end with a clear purpose or goal in yeah, mind. See? She's okay. Doing it right. Instead of casually dating for the sake. So casual dating. Yeah. 
instead of casually dating for the sake of companionship or temporary enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Individuals who date with intention have a deeper understanding of what they want and are actively seeking a long-term meaningful connection. I can I my attention span is I'm really like a uh what, they, what do they call it a um, modern day monogamous? Like Serial I practice monogamous. no. Hell no. Uh. <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> Serial monogamy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. I am a modern day I practice modern day monogamy which means one dick at a time. <laughs> to oh, okay. <laughs> one weird. man at a time. Like I saw I got, you know, I might. And when I say one when man at a time, it's not just dick, sex. You talking about a threesome or just like. Shut up. <laughs> you only fucking with one nigga. Just one person. Okay. And when I'm fucking with them, I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking about time, communication, meeting out. Like all the things. I can't jug, like juggle multiple people when you actually trying to date with intent and you're trying to show this one person how interested in them you are. How do you pick one though? Okay. How I pick one nowadays. So there, I have a list first of all, right? Hmm. <laughs> What's on it? I think I, I read my list here before. And just recently I met a guy and meeting him forced me to go back and find my list. Because mm. I did this list like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like write the list myself. I was on the phone with one of my friends, an older lady. When I first got into trading options, I met her. And she's like a self-proclaimed master manifester, right? She actually goes out and do conferences and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And while having a general conversation with her, she was sitting there writing my list down. She was like, well, what kind of man are you looking for? You know, because you got to be real specific when you're looking for somebody, whatever. Mm-hmm. She was writing my things down. And mm-hmm. then she sent me this list. I met this guy, and I'm like, this shit is easy. This shit is fucking too easy. Your I list feel was like, too easy? No, the man is too easy. You know what I'm saying? You know how you meet somebody, and it's just like a lot of rigmarole, a lot of unsureness. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might be into him, but he's not being as attentive to mm-hmm. you in the beginning and shit like that. Mm-hmm. This shit easy. So I'm like, damn. So I had to go back and look at my list. Like, did I find a nigga off the list? Mm-hmm. And did you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm outside inside right now. <laughs> I'm inside outside right now. All of that to say, I don't know if it was a nigga. No, I feel What's like What's on your list? I read my list again. It's in an earlier episode, but um oh, and one of the things she missed off this list cuz this is my first thing that be on list is fucking generous. Okay? Mm-hmm. I need a generous nigga. <laughs> she missed it. All right, so mentally clear, okay, was the first thing. Spiritual, mm-hmm. a choosy lover, which means and you know, he's not outside for everybody. Exactly. But he been around, okay? Mm-hmm. Loves me for me. You know, I got to be able to be myself at all times, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, monogamous, mm-hmm. all right? So when y'all on here uh, commenting on that fucking video that's been going viral 30,000 times, I don't want a man that cheats, okay? If we're going to be cheating, if you cheat, I cheat, we Cheetos. That's how that's going to work. So <laughs> Orange. B- before you do it, just consider who's making love to your old lady while you was out making love. <laughs> exactly, because mm, I make niggas cry <laughs> full time. All right. <laughs> uh, good with his hands. All right. I like massages. Mm-hmm. I actually like to watch massage porn. Do you? Ain't nothing. Massage porn, that's a thing? Yes, bitch. Motherfuckers getting rubbed up and all of a sudden they start sucking dick and, and no, yeah, I've smash. never seen that. 
getting right. yoni massages and Brace all that. that down. <laughs> I like massage porn, so I like a man that's good with his hands. Ain't nothing worse than a nigga like, let me give you a massage, and he do this. And then. <laughs> <laughs> like boy, get off me! I wanted my back rub. Oh, they be too rough. <laughs> Just, oh, they be too rough. <laughs> That's tickle. They can get off me with that little weak ass shit. All of a sudden, uh, <laughs> right now they go straight to the massage the One ass. Shoulder right touch, and now he got a whole palm of ass right after that. Get off of me, nigga! All right, fit, nice body with a broad back, like. A black man's oh, you're back. very specific. Yes, is how I know God is real. Mm-hmm. Okay, them niggas' backs be wild now. I ain't talking about like little roly poly backs. Not a wild back. <laughs> I'm talking about Jonathan Majors' back, mm-hmm. like, like <laughs> yes, Real nigga. Like he can pull a tree out of the silver rice back. Let me get one of his bare hands. <laughs> I like nice backs. Like, that's my favorite part of a man's body. It's back and then it's like the little V cut mm-hmm. if he got that. You know, you know, some of y'all kind of gutty, so you can't even see the V no more. Mm-hmm. But it used to be there. Uh, attractive to me. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the finest, but like I said, I don't have kids yet. I would like my mate to be aesthetically attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the ages of 35 and 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like Pammy with that shit. Dang. She's like, hell nah, nigga, give me a 31 year old. Yeah. <laughs> no. I feel like my age to marry? is like between 28 and 42. Are you serious? Yes. 28 and 42. Did you want to pack bag lunch for the rest of your life? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had this one 28 year old. He had held me up like this and he was eating my Gucci like this and I was in the sky. I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, don't drive me. <laughs> He's so strong. <laughs> Big me. <laughs> he, got, he got a crazy back. <laughs> uh, whole wild back, for real. Because I ain't no little girl holding me up in the air like that. Right. That's a whole lot of shit going on. Um, he can have kids mm-hmm. uh, ages 4 to 20. Mm-hmm. Like, so little kids, not newborns, okay? And not no two, three-year-olds either. Mm-hmm. So four to five uh, to 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, dog lovers. I want another dog, so you can't be out here hating animals. Grateful, right? That's important. Secure, confident, a reformed whore. I like, listen, I don't really want a man if you only fuck five people in life. Because you probably with a woman who only has sex with four to five people. So now y'all only know what y'all know. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to be able to what put some work in. What if mean nothing? Because what if you watch a lot of porn and know how to do all the things See, you that, like? First of all, don't be watching porn and coming over here thinking I'm about to do all this porn shit. That's that's not. You got to be ha- have dealt with real women. Right, because you're not about to do all this slut me out shit. To so you don't want to be slutted out, but you I don't do want vanilla sex either. I want it's hybrid. You know, that's my favorite shit. I like. I'm a real Gemini, y'all. I stay in the middle of all shit so I can see what the fuck is going on. So I need you to. You don't want no nigga like no. God doesn't want your head down there. No. <laughs> You don't want that. No. <laughs> but you also don't want, like, no porno type Don't people. bite my pussy. Like, I don't want somebody who don't know how to eat pussy. Mm-hmm. Fuck around and bite your shit. Like, you just don't know what you're going to get with a guy who hasn't really had access to pussy like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you, you to be experienced. Them. You can train them to do all the things you like. 
I like experienced men, okay? Okay, that's fair. I'm, I'm an experienced woman, very that's, seasoned. Okay? That's fair. Not no bouillon season either. <laughs> Respectful. Mm-hmm. You know, that's on the list. Okay. Brave and a protector. That's I, my list. I guess I need to create a list. I don't even have a list written down of all the attributes. My thing be like, it just be simple, like integrity, ambition, some spirituality, caring, sense of humor, some style, and a dick. That's your list. Yeah, man. Bitch. And money. She okay. I said ambition. If you're ambitious, to that people. don't mean nothing. There's a lot of broke ass ambitious people out here. <laughs> so when I say ambitious, you gotta be able to translate I, I, that into money. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to be nice. No, no, that's what I. By just not just saying like, money. G- generous ambition. with exactly. ambition with ambition that's the word i use generous okay. yeah. i like a generous man typically and men who are ambitious to have stuff but that don't mean they're gonna be generous you know and it really doesn't matter how much a man make is how much they willing to give you right I'm, right I'm sharing so, man a generous man yeah. yes yeah. so that's what, huh um i feel like that's a do you think that list is fucked up um, Jordan wants to know if the man has to have everything. No, on the list. he doesn't have to have everything. Because if he had all those and had a, a, a not so wild back, you'd be okay with that. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like. I have a certain like aesthetic man that I like, and it's kind of changing over time. But nah, I I could go out go without some of the things, and most of the things would probably be like the more physical things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but. All other shit, I may not, not. You have to be nice to me, mm-hmm. to talk to me nice. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm going to be your muse. I'm going to inspire you. I also want somebody who inspires mm-hmm. me. So those are the type of things that I'm looking for when I'm dating somebody. I want to be able to sit down with the person I'm with and write goals and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I haven't had anybody like that. A lot of times you be in situationships and this nigga's planning his whole life without you. Yeah. I don't want that anymore. And I feel like that's what you get when you're not dating somebody who's also dating with intent and y'all have now chosen each other and y'all can do all these things well i was talking to this guy and i was asking him like you know what did he want in his future and everything was about his children he never said anything about see a woman yeah nothing about it that's i pointed it out to him he was like i didn't even realize that that i didn't include that i have to uh maybe unpack what that is Mm -hmm. well that's because this they're current that's currently where he's at. So he's not really thinking about mm-hmm. having to consider a new woman. Mm-hmm. It's just these kids. And I feel like that's why, you know, the last person I was dating, he had sent me a message and he was like, um, you know, he worries about, like, being able to take care of me and his girls. Mm-hmm. Like, why is there even, like, it, it should be, I feel like that's something I don't want really want to hear. I want you to just figure it out. Mm-hmm. To do it because it's not hard you know what i'm saying you don't have to take care of me now right so why would why is that a thing that would be on your mind so that to me you'll never have another woman in your life so just be honest with yourself right and just fuck bitches for the rest of your life but don't fuck women who don't got kids though because you don't want no more kids either yeah that's a lot you know mm-hmm. so get <laughs> bye bye <laughs> um I'm trying to decide, have I truly, honestly been dating with intention? I, sometimes, but I feel like anytime I put my intention on it, it always ends up bad. I don't think you have to be, like, stressed out about dating with intention. 
Mm-hmm. Right. But I do think a lot of times women, the mistake we make is asking for not uh, having these demands after sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the first few dates, be honest and tell a man exactly what you want. So he knows what he's signing up for. And some of them are still probably live to get the pussy. You know, mm-hmm. you just don't never know. Right. But let that person know what you're looking for. I'm not just out here eating out with you just because I want a meal. Right. right. I'm actually looking for. <laughs> a husband i want to be married in two years yeah. you know i i want to have a kid you know make sure you put all your deliverables but sometimes on the table if ASAP. you put it out too early it kind of scares niggas off a little bit and then he's not the one for you if me talking about adult shit is scary to you get yeah that's a I complete statement too yeah, because this is regular adult shit. I, and I understand, like, but, at, the older we get, men have kids. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you know that you're a man that has kids and you don't want any more kids, why are you talking to me? Yeah. And you know that and he knows right. you want a child. Yeah. Right. And also, this is another thing I feel like. It seems like the onus is always on a woman. So if a man say, I don't want this, right? And then he proceeds with you. You're saying, I want this. You proceed with him. Why you stay if you knew I ain't want that? Nah, fuck that. Why'd you stay when you knew that's what I wanted? Yeah. We both had a decision to make. Yeah. You chose to stay. I chose to stay. Mm-hmm. Why is the onus always on the I woman? I let her know. I let her know it wasn't that type of time. Exactly. Meanwhile, I'm fucking her raw. I took mm. her to meet my mama. Trips. Uh, she got the kids this weekend. I ain't even going to be there, but she got my kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, they'll play with you as long as you let them. Mm-hmm. And that's some bullshit. That's a fact. Listen, so clarity of purpose is the first part of this. It says individuals dating with intention have a clear understanding of what they are looking for in a partner and what they want to achieve in a relationship. They are focused on finding compatible match based on shared values, life goals, and long-term uh, compatibility. Mm-hmm. So first date it is not inappropriate to talk about this stuff, I feel like. Y'all can just kill so much time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Aside from a cock shot, like, I'm going to tell you all these other things <laughs> that I need from you. <laughs> so what if, what if you met a guy who had all those things? I mean, he was absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And then his dick wasn't enough. Then what? What does enough mean? Whatever enough mean for you. Like micro? It wasn't. No, not a micro dick. Okay, I can't do a micro. Not okay. a micro dick. But I'm even though a... micro dicks need love too, I, hopefully it's someone out there that just like, like this. I love nothing crazy. but micro dicks. Hmm? This is crazy, right? I, a nigga penis never has to be this big. Women can't even take all this, right? Half the time, okay, it's just unrealistic. I don't know. <laughs> and I always say five, about five to seven inches is all you need as a woman. Anything else is, is ridiculous. That should probably like eight inches in with the girth on it is wild. Wild back, wild dick. I, like I don't it. need both. <laughs> but I need enough well, we, to so be filled had a up. Wild back, but, uh, I want more girth than anything. So this is this is thick. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where where is this going, bitch? I don't know. I was just trying to figure out assess like what was important. Like <laughs> <laughs> So if he just got all the things but no dick. <sighs> I have loved. I don't want to put that I on my list, man. I have loved a man who did not have a lot of and dick. And I've been cheated on by one who doesn't have a lot of dick. And that's the most hurtful and thing. And I loved that little dick to death. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I loved him. Because he had all the other things. So his little dick felt like a big dick because he was so big in all the other areas. Right. Yeah. But then once she get bad, I was like, I can't believe I've been acting like this behind this little dick. 
nigga. <laughs> the nerve of you to cheat on me with that. <laughs> you, you can't know? unsuck it though. <laughs> they be talking shit. We talking shit about them dudes. You can't unfuck them. You can't unsuck it. You was loving that little Give dick. Give me my pussy back. My problem is you embarrassing me, letting people know what type of dick I've been dealing with all this time. <laughs> That's why I'm mad. <laughs> now everybody know I've been sexually frustrated for the last three years. <laughs> Boy, fuck you. Bye. <laughs> if you're looking for the most epic place on earth. Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. The podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, emotional readiness. People who date with intention have taken the time to work on themselves, healed from heal from past relationships. I'm still working progress on that shit, and develop a strong sense of self. They are emotionally prepared to engage in a healthy, committed partnership. You know what I got a problem with? I be talking too much about the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I seen a video on Instagram, and I know better, right? But I just I'm an open book. I don't mind. It's not that I'm still living there. Some of the shit I've been through is just fucking funny and wild. I want to tell somebody else about it. But in the beginning, like, it's off-putting for me when a man comes and trashes his ex to me in the first date. Like, just talking about their ex-wife all bad and talking about their ex-girlfriend right. all bad. I'd be like, do you want to know anything about me? Or are we going to sit here and talk about this, this last bitch, bitch right. <laughs> you know, the whole time? So I, I never I don't like that, that for real. I've had that happen. And it's off-putting, like, what makes you think I would want to date you now the way right. you're dragging this other person? And maybe they were a shit person, but your energy is wrong for what mm-hmm. I got going on. Make me laugh, nigga. Right. Tell a joke. Yeah, I never experienced that from a man, but I've definitely, like, when you start having them two-hour-long conversations with people, stuff come out sometimes. Yeah. One of my homegirls, she was like, if you are a woman and you have a baby and the man is not in the kid's life because he's choosing not to, and you find another man, just tell him that nigga dead. Don't be telling, don't be telling, don't be telling. That's a lie, <laughs> That's not a lie. Like, essentially, he is. Like, you don't even take care of your kid. You are dead. You're not dead. He's just a dead beat. Dog. You don't want to let a man know about failed relationships. That's the thing. Why? Right? Because sometimes, subconscious, subconsciously, some people, they'll put you through the same shit thinking you can deal with it because you did. You let that last digger. Exactly. I literally had one of my exes, like... Okay, <laughs> when I was with him, he got his baby mama pregnant for the third time. No, he had two kids when I met him. He got her pregnant, right? While y'all I had together? A, yes, I had a tubal pregnancy, mm-hmm. right? So now she has a baby. Mm-hmm. So the years later now, I'm with another man. I'm living in a, we, in a long-distance relationship. He gets somebody pregnant. I'm telling my first ex that was on this type of time, because he's never not been trying to get with me, like get, ba- get me back, right, over all these years. He like... You you took that nigga back. <laughs> like you trying to compare your fuck up to his fuck up. You the difference is you was living five minutes from me. Mm-hmm. This nigga was living eight hundred miles from me. Shit happens. And that's a little bit more understandable. But mm-hmm. he really was like mad because I dealt with some shit from somebody else and that wouldn't deal with, with it, it from, from him. him. <laughs> yeah, that's you, crazy. You like. can't get mad. So you're not going to let me play you like the last nigga? <laughs> wrong no, I'm not, nigga. What wrong with you, man? <laughs> like, I'm wrong. <laughs> See, that's what's wrong with y'all bitches now. <laughs> y'all just don't be letting people play y'all like y'all used to. <laughs> that's really why they mad, Tammy. They really be out here mad because they can't, especially this younger generation of women. Like, they don't, they don't, girl, they don't give a fuck. They do not give a fuck. They yeah. hold pimps outside. Yes, they don't give a fuck. I just hope they're doing it careful. And the only worst part about it is that while they're not giving a fuck, they're also still creating other humans. Right. That's the fuck up part about it. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you can not give a fuck and be by your damn self. It looks a but little Lotto bit different. But Lotto said, I'll spend that 500 for you ever. What it said before, I ever before. trap you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, woo, these lyrics are going there. <laughs> <laughs> but emotional readiness, like, you, they got to be on the same page. And you're not going to know that unless y'all talk about it. Mm-hmm. Right? So instead of playing guesswork. And and hoping he's on the same page as you. I don't like feeling feeling confused no more. Yeah. I need I need to know exactly where I stand in your life. I don't need you making plans for the future without me. If I'm in your life today, like what the right. fuck? Because everything I do, I'm thinking about you. I'm considering you and everything I do. Damn, I wonder if he can do it with me. That's how I when I'm with somebody, even just smashing. If I'm smashing you on a damn regular, and you my smash buddy, and we go to lunch, dinner, and all do all these things together, like I'm considering you for my future too. What you mean, yeah. smash buddy? Fucking. So if y'all are just having a <laughs> sexual relationship. But that's a lot of these situationships, it'd be a lot of sex involved. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of sex. And then you might eat in between. Mm-hmm. Y'all might go on a trip or two here and there. Mm-hmm. But it'd be a lot of sex to me. Yeah, you know? it do be a lot of sex. But what I'm confused as to what you're saying. Like, So if you have someone who you're just sleeping with, you're still considering them in that way? Uh, I guess I don't just be sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, then it's not a smash buddy. Then it's more. Yeah, but you don't know what he thinks it is. So I'm. I I guess I'm calling a smash buddy because if you're not considering me, you obviously think I'm a smash buddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're not considering me for anything else, like any real life events. No, yeah, you're right. So that's you're just right. you know I'm just going based off what the man. I don't want to be confused anymore. I don't want to have to guess where we are anymore. That's right. Fair. So, and then if I ask you, I don't want no fucking whack ass, ambiguous response. Mm-hmm. Like, well, where you, where you at? Where, where you want to be? <laughs> where are you with me? Like, where are you? If you even she... have to ask, you probably should get the fuck up mm-hmm. out of there. You know, because yeah. I feel like a man with real intentions for you, he makes it clear that he he's fucking with you. There's no guesswork involved. So, get with emotionally ready people. Right. Um, open communication. Mm-hmm. Love it. Communication is crucial in dating with intention. These individu- individuals are upfront and honest about their intentions, desires, and expectations from the beginning. They express their goals and listen actively to their partner's needs and aspirations. I think that's important because I think oftentimes, especially younger women, uh, find themselves committed to a nigga that they never Mm-hmm. Asked to be in a relationship like he never asked you to be his girl y'all never right. had that conversation mm-hmm. y'all never had a verbal agreement that y'all were committed and now you are in a committed relationship right essentially by yourself mm-hmm. you know so and maybe he's doing all the things that would say he's committed to you mm-hmm. but in the event that he does something that proves he's not mm-hmm. he can say we never said we was in no and relationship and that's some bullshit and that's why going forward in my next relationship if whoever's listening I need a certified letter, right, <laughs> notarized, and it could be in, like, some little shit from high school, check yes or no, right? I want you to be my girl, check yes or no. I need that. I want to. I want you to be my wife in a, in a little bit. You know, some, something, I need I, I need that confirmation because so, I've never done that. Have you? Certified, cert, no, not no I'm saying man. have you ever had a man say, hey, man, I want you to be my girl. Like, how long ago was that? Uh, so I have had a commitment phobia most of my life i'm working on it and <laughs> all my relationships was like either we about to be together or we gotta leave each other alone what you gonna do because i'd be like why we gotta put a label on it i mean i don't know, you know <laughs> that was always me so even with like my last one 
And the one before that was definitely like they asking you what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you see, all right, y'all think I be tripping, but I'm dealing with a whole grown ass man. Okay, I'm in a fucking committed relationship, <laughs> fucking mentally, contractually, <laughs> physically, with a grown ass lady boy. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> well, yeah. I'm, just think I'm, about your relationship I'm with these now niggas. Already for commitment in okay. a real way but there was a time where i was just like why so you're emotionally ready now mm-hmm. for a committed relationship mm-hmm. are you yes. sure i am very sure okay all right mm-hmm. that sounds good mm-hmm. all, all right. right i believe you i don't think i would like That's it would much bitch <laughs> it wouldn't be that now it wouldn't be like um either listen you need to be my girl we just need to stop doing this i don't think i'm, I'm not there no more i think like i would be ready like okay let's let's go ahead and do this for real so you can give me or you can end up on the other side where you ask him, so what are we doing? I, don't know. I just don't feel like I'll ever be there because there's just so many options. Like, nigga, you know, it's the dumb nigga right here, right here, right here, right here. I right feel here, like right these here, right dudes here. don't realize, like, y'all, they think they got so many options. Men don't have that much options. Nigga, if, if I'm choosing you while you're balding, while you're gaining weight, <laughs> why you doing, nigga? And I still Shit, want I you. Gain, I gain weight too. Though. Exactly, like all of us, all we all aging. We all nobody's getting any younger, and mm-hmm. I'm still choosing you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Why do you think you got all these options out here? It's only like five bitches out here, and it's five niggas left. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? It but social. Let's bring it back to social media. Social media will make you feel like you it's have, a holodex. Yeah, a lot that you gotta have access to everybody. Mm-hmm. Why do you want access to everybody? Who was I talking to recently that said, oh, no, we wasn't. This is actually, I was watching. Was it me? No, okay. bitch. <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? That men really think they can fuck everybody. I don't think men think that. We, it's like I men was literally, that know they can't fuck nobody. Dog. Jordan, do men feel like they can fuck everybody? Yeah, I don't think that. Carlos Miller said that on our episode. That's that what man? I was watching. And I saw that. He said he can fuck everybody. Yes. <laughs> he was, he was like, it's 365 days in the year. <laughs> but, you know, I, and I said, I mean, you might have access, but is it is it forceful? <laughs> is, did they consent, though? Right. You know what I'm saying? Which, right. What are we talking about? Because you cannot, as a man, is. fuck who you want. Not oftentimes. I think women can. We can go out and out Walmart and pick up some dick in a real way. Yeah. But men can't do that. Okay. No, I don't think they can do it the same way. Uh, but it depends on what men, because I feel like there are some men that could just have their pick of the litter. Yeah, some. Yeah. Very slim. Yeah. Usually millionaires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when it should be. You just out here getting all these bitches and you don't got nothing for them. Um. So open communication, that's my favorite. Be able, you should be able to talk to whoever you with. Ask them questions, and they give you, like, real valid answers. You right. know, not some beating around the bush type shit to keep you continuously confused about what's actually happening. Um, next one is building a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. Dating with intention involves investing time and effort, in, effort into building a solid foundation for a relationship. This includes developing trust, fastening, Excuse me. Foster. <laughs> this involves developing trust, uh, fostering emotional connection, and nurturing shared values. I feel like we kind of talked about that mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Yep. Um, evaluating compatibility is the next one. 
Those who date with intention are mindful of evaluating the compatibility between themselves and their potential partners. They take the time to assess whether the relationship aligns with their long-term goals and values. I do need to be with somebody who has the same. Yeah, I was dating this guy. I really liked him. He was so fine. He was a, a, a Marine. He was, like, strong. He just had this presence about him. He had the most beautiful teeth and dimples, chocolate, great personality. I loved everything about him. And I was, I was like, okay, I'll marry this guy. Mm-hmm. But he did not believe in God. And I was like, like in what way did he not? Did he think way, God was within him? No. Or just atheist? He just he was an atheist. Mm-hmm. And uh, a black atheist. And I thought, why was, you say that like that? There's a lot of people who don't like believe in God in the same sense that, you know, Christians might. Okay. And, well, you I don't, don't have call, to be a Christian. Think, mm-hmm. I said, when I said my list, I said spirituality. Mm-hmm. So. He just didn't believe in nothing, you know, and it just was, it was like the absence of belief to me, hmm. you know, so. But how was he living his life? How was he as a person? He was a joyous person. Okay. He seemed like a joyous person, but I just needed you to believe in something. Why? He believed in himself. I bet you. So one day I was in South Park Mall and these girls, they they said they was doing some study for their college or something and they walked up on me and they autom- like started talking about Christianity and religion and all that. And I'm like, uh, she says something about Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and I was like, I don't practice that. You know what I'm saying? So um, she was like, well, you don't believe in nothing? I said, I believe in me. Mm-hmm. I believe in the God in me. Right? Okay, so maybe he didn't still, have the words to express in that way. A lot. I think that's where a lot of people are atheists, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have, like, the words. Me, and I don't want to put words in people's mouths, mm-hmm. right? But they may not have the depth to express what it is, but you absolutely b- have, have to believe, a, uh, believe in something. You don't right? have to believe. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to, but I would need the person that I'm mm-hmm. with to, believe, to proclaim that, to proclaim, that not just believe, live their life good and treat you believe good. in God. Why? Because that's what I believe in. And I need us to align in that way. That's just one thing that I desire. I guess I understand him. I understand people when they say they don't believe in God or they don't believe like a, a God exists. This world is treacherous. Very, it's just a terrible. Kids, kids get done up. You know, any place where kids get the worst shit happening to them, like this can't be a godly place. When I think about what God is, right? But I also think you have to consider how you view the world too, because I see goodness where I go. I see children thriving. I see happy kids. I see love. But the things you don't see, you see the news, though, right? Yeah, I do. I do. But I, I choose to focus my energy on the godly things and be the godly things that exist. So I don't see the world as treacherous. I try not to look at it in that light. And I feel like the way you view the world, you're going to see what you view, you know? No, I think that you're going to probably manifest the things in you what you're viewing, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't just be in out in the world in ignorance as no, if no, I, I, things aren't happening to people, you know, because no, we see it every no, day, all day. So him being a good person, I feel like him being a good person, treating you nice, that is godlike. That is godly. Just because he didn't have this self-proclaimed um, belief like you do, mm-hmm. I would not have discarded him in no way. No, yeah, he had to go get up out of there, my boy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I need you. I need you to believe. That's me. what we differ. If I was sitting down yeah. when we do our, uh, and I have a good idea for our dating little uh, thing we will do one day. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was sitting at a table with a man and he he you know telling me all these things and he was like he's a he's an atheist or I don't believe in God, I would just need him to expound a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's all. 
But if you live in your life right, I don't believe that I'm going to die. I don't believe in like a heaven and hell. I believe that's internal. Mm-hmm. You've created that heaven and hell. Whatever you believe subconsciously is where you're going to go once you pass this realm. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you are living godly, if you are um, living, you know, have compassion for people, consideration for people, why would I go to hell? Newborn babies or whatever the age is that they say you got to repent by, or when you die, you're going to hell. Like, kids haven't even had the experiences yet to be good or bad or repent. Why would I? Why would they go to hell? That doesn't make sense to me, right? So there's a lot of things in the religion I don't agree with either. Yeah. So I wouldn't dismiss that person. Yeah, personally. I just want someone that I can pray with. And then if you're a person who doesn't pray because you don't believe in those things, we're just not. Does he in, meditate? We're just Did not he meditate? in alignment. He didn't do none of that. I don't mm. think he. He just. It was the void of any spirituality. And I think he needed to find whatever that was. You know. Mm-hmm. So. It just didn't align with me. I want to pray over my food. I want to pray in the morning. I want to pray before, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm ha- having surgery, I want a man who's praying over me. I don't want a man's like, not see you on the other side. <laughs> no, he don't even believe in no other side, perhaps. You know, or he like, believes that you'll be okay. That is, that is. That's enough prayer. That I, that's all the prayer I need. I didn't know. I didn't the know belief that, that you're going to be good. I don't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that to be true. It was just like the absence. Did you dismiss him? The absence of yeah. I had to let him go on about his business. You thought he was a demon in your house or something? I ain't. I wasn't gonna get a chance to find out. <laughs> Bitch, you got to go. <laughs> Big ass. Big ass. So yeah, that's what dating with intention is. Um, and I mean, we can go on and on with this this list thing, but but okay, hold on. And here's another thing about him. He would mock my beliefs. That was a problem. Mm-mm. You know, like, like how? Give me an example. Like, oh, here you go talking about your God again. Oh no, see, yeah, he can get the fuck. Now I do. That's a whole house divided. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like so my thing is that. like diet though. <laughs> like, nigga, if you just eating too much steak, like I'm not trying to make somebody like change their whole shit for me on some Erica Badu shit. But I feel like I'm very influential. Right, mm-hmm. and if I can point out like why you should be eating this way or whatever, and as a woman, I'm responsible for the nutrition of the family. So whatever the fuck I'm cooking is what y'all niggas eat, and it's gonna be very good, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not overly concerned about somebody's diet, but I don't want to be a want it to be a fight. You know what I'm saying? If a nigga smokes cigarettes, I'm not trying to change you. I'm not talking to you. I don't oh, fuck no, with I cigarettes. Don't like that. I don't like that. You know That's what I'm saying? <laughs> That's too. a deal breaker, and it's not even on my list. Mm-hmm. I just already automatically know. I don't want you to change shit about yourself. Yeah. I want to be able to run into somebody and like everything about them. I'm not trying to change you. You're not trying to change me. We can cohabitate I don't, together. I don't, this, is, uh, this is shallow as fuck, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> I don't like a man who don't drink. What? <laughs> Is that bad? Yeah, I like you a man people... who can have a cocktail with me. Like, let's have a drink. Let's go out and have some drinks. No, I have you, a you friend. Don't, I don't. You don't take... have to be an alcoholic. I don't want you to be an alcoholic, but I do want but you to have. Do you realize that? Okay, so I have a friend. Every time this nigga always want to take shots. I'm like, you're alcoholic, nigga. I don't drink in the daytime. I don't drink as soon as I walk in the fucking door. I ain't even put my shit down yet, and you asking me if I want a goddamn shot. And this is my friend. I'm like, no, nigga. Like, you might need to stop taking shots, too. Yeah. Like, it, like what you say, hybrid. It's borderline. It needs to be, like, balanced. But just no drinking? Snooze fest. But what do they smoke? They do your other thing. That's cool. That's cool. <coughs> but, all right, so 
Yeah, that's cool. If they was a smoker and they just don't drink at all, you the DD. Roll up. Well, you think they're going to be lame because they don't smoke? I mean, because they don't drink? No, not lame. I think there are a lot of great people who don't indulge, right? I just want somebody who's going to... Drink with you. Yeah. So if you meet a good guy, if you had your list, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you're going to put on your list this nigga got a drink? He has to like cocktails. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's shallow, but it's like, uh, bitch, uh, you're mad because I don't want to poison myself? Fuck you. Get. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. I just won't fuck with you if you don't drink. (laughs) I don't. I don't pass up your husband because he don't drink poison. I wouldn't fuck with a guy because he don't drink, you know, but. It That's what she be. just said, right? She ain't fucking with you if you don't drink. I would like a guy that likes to go out and have a cocktail every now and then. Mm. I um, is that so wrong? No. Maybe. Thank you for affirming me, Jordan. No, look, I done took the shit. Look, cell phone. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Dating is fucking tough. It's tough, and I. I don't feel like keep like meeting people. I don't feel like people I that love much people. anymore. I do too, and I also like first dates, right? I like all the first experiences. I saw this um, this shit on Instagram one day. It was a lady. She was talking about, um, you know, the first time you have sex with somebody, like how good it be, like the feelings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She was like, the only way to get that intense sex every time is to fuck somebody new every time. <laughs> Sometimes the first time isn't good. Sometimes it'll be like I the haven't experienced or third that in a while. That is better. I haven't experienced like that in a while. You gotta find your chemistry sexually. Mm-hmm. I just be knowing now. It's the back. It's that's why I like backs. It's the strength in the <laughs> depending back. on the back. You know, it's the back. If you come what am I back. told you the back and that fucking forearm. That's the forearm you, is the length of the penis. Is what you're saying? How it looks. So yeah, sometimes okay. like the lips. I would have a big dick. That's right. <laughs> but like just the strength. That's how it. Ray used to judge his bitches. He grab her for her. It's a big this, one. This pussy good. Come <laughs> here, girl. <laughs> if it's thick, you know the thick forearms, because you know they gotta a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, because a nigga lay right on your ass like this. Fuck the shit out of you. Laying on your shoulder, bitch. He ain't need no forearm. I hate it. when a nigga lay in the pussy. I used to tell my ex, get up. Yeah. Stand up. Stand up in the pussy. What are you doing? You got to do some dick ups. Laying on me like that. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. When the last time you been on a date? Um, actually, day before yesterday. And how was that? And who was that? And how did that go? How did you meet them? Ooh. <laughs> um, I met them in Miami at a club many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, they were in town, and we hung out and went and got some food. And then we went to a comedy show. So it was a good time. It was a good time. Nothing to, you know, not nothing to run home back. No, oh, no. Okay. Nothing to talk time. about. It. We talk back. Got it. No. I got it. We out here dating, y'all. But that was when was your last date? Um, like two weeks ago. I'm a dater though. Like I will get. I like to get dressed pretty, go to nice places, and eat good mm-hmm. food and talk. Absolutely. So. And I like first dates, but I don't like just having to entertain multiple people like that. Yeah. <laughs> I call me Tammy the Entertainer. <laughs> I don't feel like it. Get somebody else to do it, man. I don't feel like it. 
Well, how are you going to know who you're going to meet that could be your well, potential best suitor? I talk to if them. If you don't I, go I, out. I, I talk to them. This is what you I'll get about. You just talk on the phone? No. I mean, you could go out also, but, you know, talking on the phone, like communicating, you find mm-hmm. out a lot about people. That's why I'm confused why men... And maybe men need to talk on the phone more, right? Oh, yeah, men don't y'all, want to talk on the phone. I yeah, like. they be uh, so upset because y'all want to take all these different women on dates, right? And then you're mad when you don't get pussy at the end of the day when you really can just get a prostitute and fuck her. But y'all want regular women to do prostitute shit and then you get mad when you don't get pussy at the end of all these five dates you done took five different bitches out. Find you somebody who actually likes you and then incompatible. take them on five dates. Yeah, yeah, and then take them off exactly, and you got guaranteed pussy. That's how that works. Use discernment. Have conversations. Like stop mm-hmm. just trying to get a bitch out the house so you can get them back in the house so you can fuck. I don't feel like guys like I, I'm going out on dates and I don't feel like they be thinking that they can fuck because maybe them. those guys are dating you with intention. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Just you though. Yeah. There's somebody else that they're not. Yeah. Dating with intention. Yeah, like, girl, all right, now we had that 2 for 20 at Applebee's. What's up? <laughs> like, they don't got the right to sit on the pussy. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Oh, goodness. All right, well, this is fun. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> you can't end this damn show like that. <laughs> I got a date to go on, so we got to get up out of here. Y'all, this girl crazy, man. Listen, if you, and listen, okay, let me stop calling you a stupid bitch because I don't want nobody confused me no they know you mean no they don't girl they don't i've been reading y'all comments and i want to reiterate this again fuck y'all anyway (laughs) (laughs) what's up all right if you enjoyed this episode tune in every thursday on iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at this joe calls aj holiday 2.0 kick it tam y'all it's me tam bam i love y'all once again remember to speak now and never hold your peace Deuces. deuces Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. 
This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.